Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Quant Financial Engineering Podcast. My name is Patrick Zorro. I have with me Asim Turk, and Asim is going to talk about multi-factor modeling, multi-factor investing. It's a very interesting topic. So no further ado, Asim, introduce yourself and tell us what is multi-factor modeling. Hi, Patrick. Uh, I'm so glad that you have me here. Uh, I'm in my second year majoring in financial engineering at Lehigh University. Um, yeah, so I think it's great to explain what factors are briefly before we get started. So factors are the foundation of investing. They are persistent, they are broad, and they are the drivers of the returns across different asset classes and understanding how factor works uh, it gives you a better advantage of capturing the excess return and also reducing your risk and yeah there are mainly two type of factors one is macro macroeconomics and second one is the style uh, in our projects we employed the form of French three factors which are uh, considered as style factors so just to, to be clear for some of the people that might be familiar with the capital asset pricing model, uh, it's kind of a factor model, but with only one factor, which is a beta. This goes beyond the capital asset pricing model, correct? Yeah. So yeah, CAPAM, uh, I'm sorry, Farmer French is a extension of CAPAM, we can say that. So it adds the value and the size factors. In, in addition with the market factor, which is found in the CAPA model. Very good. So what, what does it do? What is it? I mean, the CAPA basically gives you the rate of return that is expected on a particular investment. It gives you a, a notion of risk, a notion. So what is, what is a multi-factor is going to do for me since I have more than one factor? Yeah, so the reason we use factors or the factors are used in global markets are, as I said, they're persistent and they are, you can found it across different uh, asset classes. And why different factors are because each, like assets are not only exposed to as one factor. So there are different fact, various factors that an asset is exposed and an investment company, an asset management company might want to uh, be able to determine their exposure to certain factors. And they are mo mostly used to be able to uh, uh, target your exposure to certain factors. So basically, you're going to help them test which quote-unquote factor impacts the performance of their portfolio. So this is asset management, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I guess we can get started with our model. Yeah, explain uh, to us what, what it does. What, so what's yeah. so what you're working on? Yeah. So our project, we were, we're trying to develop a tool that can assist in constructing a diversified multi-factor portfolio, but also satisfying real-world constraints, not just purely concentrating on academical uh, side of it. And our primary focus is achieving the desired target factor exposures, basically. 
Uh, I may use exposure and beta interchangeably throughout our conversation. Just a heads up for it. Yeah, so that's the that's the that's our project in short. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, what did you use and what did you find? All right. Um, yeah, so we developed our model using Python and we focused on flexibility and the agility. Uh, the reason is, you know, we can test our model on different uh, universes of assets, different time periods for backtesting and such on. And to achieve this, you know, we coded everything as variables and we tried to avoid hard coding anything in the model so that we can ensure the code runs smoothly uh, throughout uh, the use of it. And yeah, with our model, we can create a portfolio from scratch or we can rebalance an existing portfolio to achieve desired uh, factor exposures that we mentioned before. And yeah, so this is the basic of our model, model our project. And what did you find? What what's the what's so interesting about it? Yeah, um, factor. Well, which factor makes a big difference? I guess for for the asset manager. What did you What did you find? Um, we did not focus on uh, which factors outperform the other uh, factors. We mainly focused on being able to, you know, modify our exposure to the factors. So an asset management, asset manager um, or portfolio manager, if they want to modify their portfolio, what we uh, try to do is we can help them in, uh, you know, tilting their or tuning their uh, factor exposure to you know a certain factor they they want so what we do here is um we run an optimization model to achieve the target factor exposures and our objective model our objective function in the model is trying to minimize the uh difference between the target factor exposure and the uh optimal alloc optimal uh, the exposure from optimal asset allocation the optimization model gives us and we have some other constraints as i said so for example transaction costs which are very important and are found in the real world um yeah so that's what that's what we're doing yeah we're creating a tool this is not a strategy it's just a tool that a portfolio manager or asset manager can uh, help them while constructing their portfolios. So what what's the future for this? Where 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 do you see that being so much interested in, in it? Yeah. Um so for our project, we built the uh, framework of the model for multi-factor investing. What next is the strategy? So we do not have a set strategy for the model for now. But however, as our next step, we are conducting research on factor strategies. So for example, we are exploring ARIMA models, which are used for time series uh, data and you know factors and stock returns are time series data. So we're trying to see if we can come up with a strategy that captures the excess return of these factors with, uh, with these ARIMA models, which employ some machine learning techniques. To predict the, uh, to forecast the future returns. So this is an ongoing project. Uh, yes. Soon you will find 
you will start testing the strategy basically yeah yeah um we'll we'll we're working on that right now um we're not really sure what we're gonna find so this is a new depths for us too but we're excited for it and yeah we're also working with the corporate sponsor so they uh help us in this process and yeah with their asset management firm i i know them very well so um when you mentioned python tell us a little bit more on the technical side which which function in python you know was it reinforcement learning what 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 type of um yeah, um, so we used uh, basic uh, pandas and NumPy libraries for the data collection. We collected all of the data from Yahoo Finance uh, API. And yeah, we, you know, we downloaded data and we formatted it in a way that our optimization model will understand and solve it. And yeah, for the optimization part of it we used a library called pulp which can be used for linear programs and our program was a linear program but if you want to go with you know a quadratic programming or more complex type of uh, model we would use uh, probably the cvx op library which can solve the quadratic programs but yeah mostly we tried to keep it as simple as possible that's why we also uh, use the form of French three factor models for just for the simplicity. But as I said, our model is completely dynamic. So we can add the form of French five factor models or different fact, different uh, kind of factors into our model with no problem at all. And yeah, for data visualizations, we use the Tableau, uh, which is, which can be integrated, like which works perfectly in sync, in sync with uh, Python. Yeah. And um, did you use ChatGPT at all in this project? Um, yeah, we've used it for some of the uh, functions, some of, uh, yeah. Yeah, we used ChatGPT to better efficiently perform some of the functions in mainly concerning Pandas library for some calculations. How do you do that? That's interesting. You use um, prompt engineering or you... Now, um, so basically, we just uh, asked ChatGPT what we're trying to perform, and you know, it we asked it to give us a code, you know, a function, how to do it, mm-hmm. and we compared to ours. And sometimes it gives a, it gave us a better way to uh, do it, and it saved us some time during the uh, pre-processing, which is the you know, data collection and you know, working on that data. When you say we, I think you have, you're working with a team, right? You had a team working for you. Yeah, body. yeah. We have uh, we're a, a team of four people, and it was the summer, right? You work in the summer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Throughout the summer, we worked on this project together. Two people worked on the data visualization parts, and uh, and me and some other uh, person worked on the model and making it efficient and improving it and yeah, backtesting the model. Okay, so let's uh, have you back in the fall because you're continuing through this project in the fall. Let's see what you find out at that time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would be happy to be back here and talk about, you know, our new findings. Very good. Asim, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for having me.